Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. We started to see the effects of staffing shortages this summer when we went to Alaska and we had planned out our our vacation pretty well, I thought. We had bought our tickets well in advance and reserved the vacation rental as well as the rental car. And we were really glad of that because by the time we went, it was like double the price. Uh, We planned out each day's activities of local attractions and We left a little wiggle room in there for things that we didn't anticipate. And one of the things we wanted to do is experience the food of the area. We we thought it would be a a great way to to visit different restaurants and to get a good culinary tour, so to speak, of Alaska as well. But what we did not plan for was free money being handed out to people that refused to work because they were too scared to get COVID or something. We literally had to call all the restaurants in the area that we were in each day and see how many hours that we would have to wait before we could get in, if we could get in at all even. And it was not about finding small little independent restaurants anymore. It was, can we find a restaurant that will actually serve us food? It was really that that bad. One Red Robin manager even told us that he would love to serve us, but he just couldn't. That he had plenty of tables that were open, but only like two workers that were that were helping him with the restaurant. The situation has gotten even worse as time has gone on, and the institution of vaccine mandates has become a reality. Now, people are getting fired, or worse, they're being put on unpaid leave if they refuse to get the COVID shot. President Biden announced that not only would all government employees and government contractors have to be vaccinated, but he was directing OSHA to make the mandate cover any private business with 100 employees or more. Now, this article came from Chris Talgo of townhall.com. And he said, according to a new poll, nearly nine in 10 employers say some of their employees will quit when President Biden's federal vaccine mandate goes into effect. This ominous news comes at a time when employers are already extremely short-staffed and the U.S. economy has 11 million job openings, an all-time record high. This past weekend, I experienced, he says, a labor shortage when I had to drive to three Dunkin' Donut shops just to get a cup of coffee. That's an expensive cup of coffee. <laughs> the, the two, the first two, he said, that I stopped at uh, were closed due to the lack of employees. And we've had the same thing here uh, where this podcast originates, uh, where we have ent- entire restaurant chains that are uh, closing down like half of their, their, their locations because they just don't have enough employees. He said he went to a third location, a third Dunkin' Donuts, and their drive-thru was open, but 
it didn't have any um, indoor dining at all because they just didn't have enough employees. Unfortunately for most Americans, they can attest to the labor shortage and it's, it is across the, the board. It is, it, it is causing major problems from truck drivers to teachers to healthcare workers, employees, employers are finding it more difficult than ever to find and fill jobs, find employees and fill jobs. And the and Biden's looming federal vaccine mandate will only make things much worse. According to a recent poll conducted by the Society for Human Resource Management, 90%, that's 90% of employers said it will be somewhat or very challenging to administer Biden's nationwide vaccine mandate. What's more, 85% of employers said that the vaccine mandate will make it more difficult to retain employees. Well, it's kind of a duh, right? A whopping 78% said the Biden administration's vaccine mandate will make it more difficult to attract and hire new employees. And 82% said the vaccine requirement will make it more difficult to maintain morale and and engagement. Even worse, 72% of employers said the national vaccine mandate will make it more difficult to maintain regular business operations. We just went to, my wife and I, a a restaurant this evening, and we hadn't been to a sit-down restaurant in a very long time. And we just decided, you know what, we're going to do it tonight. And it was a little bit eye-opening because pretty much the restaurant uh, didn't have almost anybody indoors. Almost everything was um, was done kind of, you know, out the back door because it was, you know, uh, call, they, they would call ahead and then they would come get it or it was DoorDash or whatever uh, uh, delivery service. And we were pretty much the only ones in, a, in the sit-down restaurant. And we looked at the the, the hours for this, this business, and they were closed three days a week. They were only open Thursday through Sunday. And I asked about it, and, and, and I asked about the, the for sale sign in, in the yard. And I, and I said, are, are you guys moving? Or what? And she said, no, but they had to sell this big um, building that they had. And it really wasn't a huge building. It was kind of a big house, really. They, they had turned into a restaurant. And they were having to sell because they just didn't need all the room and they didn't have anybody to work. It was the, the, the husband and wife that owned the restaurant and it was her and she could only work there part time. And so they couldn't, they, they, they couldn't be open seven days a week and they couldn't do all the things that they needed to do. They just didn't have the personnel. Now as Trent Berner, the, the, uh, um, the SHRM vice president of research that did this poll uh, strictly stated organizations are concerned about the challenges to impending the the new vaccine mandate during a time when there is a talent shortage in many industries among workers. The, um, the the antipathy uh, to Biden's um, uh, vaccine mandate is also a major reason for concern. Per the H, their research firm survey, 52% of unvaccinated employees said they will quit 
if the employer implements the vaccine mandate. Almost half of all manufacturing, wholesale trade, retail trade, transportation, and warehouse workers are opposed to the federal government's heavy-handed mandate. Moreover, 40% of the workers are against the vaccine mandate altogether. While Biden's national requirements is, is likely to cause major economic turmoil, when the rule is finalized, local and statewide vaccine mandates are already causing unprecedented disruptions. Obviously, there are states like the one that, that this podcast originates in, in Washington, uh, obviously all the Pacific Northwest, Oregon and all that. Uh, we are under uh, all of these mandates uh, when it comes to the government employees and, and hospital staff and, and this type of thing. And it is causing a ton of disruptions. For example, state several states are struggling with severe shortages of healthcare workers due to the recent vaccine mandates. Many states and localities are also in desperate need of police officers because of the, the vaccine mandates. Police departments around the U.S. are requiring officers to get vaccinated against COVID-19, are running up against the, the pockets of resistance that will leave law enforcement shorthanded and, and undermine public safety, to be honest. Seattle's police department, for instance, sent detectives and non-patrol officers to emergency calls because of a shortage of patrol officers that have become worse because of the vaccine mandates. The standoffs are playing out at a time when many police departments already are dealing with surging homicide rates and, and staff shortages related to the vaccine. Uh, cities and police leaders are now weighing the, the risks of losing more officers to, you know, resignations and firings and suspensions over the, their refusal to get, get vaccinated. <laughs> Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, of course, a real piece of work, said that refusing to provide the information of police officers' vaccination would constitute an act of insubordination, she said. And as the president of the local police union in Chicago said of this, he said, quote, the reality is we have a profession nobody else wants to do right now. They can't get anybody to go into the police academy, for instance. And now they're going to fire police over this? For me, the fundamental problem with, with vaccine mandates is that they are a one-size-fits-all solution. That's, that's one of the fundamental problems here, that, that, that this one-size-fits-all solution is not tailored to consider unique circumstances. For instance, vaccine mandates do not make exemptions for those who have natural immunity to COVID-19, which studies show offers more robust and longer-lasting protection than any of the vaccines currently available. Furthermore, women who are pregnant and people with certain autoimmune diseases um, and the young and, the he and, and healthy also have legitimate reasons for ex exemptions to the mandate. In a Bloomberg.com article from earlier this month, it says nearly one in four beds lies empty at Terra Vista Behavioral Health Center in the central Massachusetts area. Not for lack of patients, mind you but for the lack of staff. Even before the pandemic, nurses and lower paid aides 
were in pretty short supply, but the 116 bed facility could still run full, said their chief executive officer, Michael Krupa. He said that at similar hospitals around Massachusetts, hundreds of beds can't be filled. And the reason is exclusively staff. What some are calling the worst U.S. health care labor crisis in memory is sharpening concerns about uh, attrition from the uh, resistance to the uh, vaccine mandates. Even in the medical mecca of Massachusetts, <laughs> where COVID cases remain, well, within hospital capacity, about 16% of American hospitals had critical staffing shortages as of October 1st, the first of this month, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The uptick initially coincided with the surge of COVID-19 hospitalizations, but shortages have persisted even as the virus ebbs, and that's suggesting other factors. Now, we don't have a single position that we can afford to lose right now, said Eric Dickerson. He's the president of the uh, UMass Medical, um, Memorial uh, Health and he told Bloomberg Radio last month that he said, quote, I have areas that have a 50% vacancy rate, and God forbid we lose any more. Factors include exhaustion-fueled retirements and uh, resignations, um, absences due to illness and quarantine, uh, Im- immigration limits in, in, in recent years, and, and the lure of lucrative travel contracts from competing employers around the country. In just one of the hospitals, in fact, in in our area here, uh, they're paying $10,000 a week to traveling nurses. Yes, you heard that right. They're paying $10,000 every week to traveling nurses just to get somebody in to help with the hospital. And it's a major hospital. We, we're, we're seeing them uh, paying huge bonuses for people to come out of retirement or, you know, just anybody they can get into those positions. And now you add the vaccine resistance to the mix, as they call it. It's bad. However, for w- one reason or another, those pushing vaccine mandates remain steadfast in their all-or-nothing approach. Without a doubt, federal, state, and local vaccine mandates will do more harm than good. As of this this podcast, more than 57% of Americans have been fully vaccinated. Incredibly, 68% of Americans over the age of 18 have been fully vaccinated. When one considers all who have had COVID, and therefore have natural immunity, we are well past herd immunity at this point. How can you say that we don't have herd immunity at this point if we have those levels of people that have been vaccinated and then those that have natural immunity? Now, we either have herd immunity or those vaccines don't do anything. And we know that you can still transmit COVID even though you have the vaccine. You can still get COVID even though you have the vaccine. The vaccine, not really a, a vaccine. It's not really a vaccine at all because it doesn't prevent you from getting the disease in the first place. So in other words, 
In the United States, COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths are plummeting, yet those pushing vaccine mandates are acting as if we are still in the throes of the pandemic. That makes me wonder if vaccine mandates are not actually about protecting the public, but are more about politicians and bureaucrats exercising their newfound pandemic powers. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you, at, at, at that gets us really to the long-term effects of the vaccine mandates. And this is, I really wanted to get to this today. I was, I was talking with a friend earlier on in this pandemic and the vaccine mandates were, were just being talked about at that point. It was just kind of one of those things that people were, were talking about, but you know, many would, could see, see that these things were coming a mile away. I mean, we knew they were coming down the pike, but whenever we talked about them, we were called conspiracy theorists and Biden came out and said, you know, there's no way that vaccine mandates would be legal or moral. So why worry about them at all? And he, he said, there, there's, there's just no way that he would ever support a vaccine mandate that, you know, that it's just not constitutional and all these things that, that, that Joe Biden said. Well, what my friend said was that the mandates were going to cull a lot of good critical thinking people from the workplace and important industries. And I was even, even hearing that at that time, I was even a little bit skeptical of, of this position, but as the vaccine mandates have become a reality, this is exactly what's happening in, in a Fox news article by Brian Mast. And it's representative by Brian, Brian Mast, by the way, Brian Mast is the Republican U S representative to the 18th district in Florida. He's, he's served in the U S army, um, you know, for like 11 or 12 years and all. And, and he, he writes, uh, for Fox news occasionally. And he said this, he said, one of my kids favorite series is divergent set, uh, in a dystopian society where people are divided into factions based on particular virtues. The, uh, protagonist is divergent and, does not fit neatly into one of the government's groups viewed as a threat. The government is trying to get rid, uh, is trying to rid the society of the divergence by removing them from their jobs and even hunting them, I guess. Watching the film with my children, I was struck by similarities between the treatment of the divergence in this fictional series and the treatment of divergence in President Biden's America, <laughs> specifically as it relates to the unconstitutional vaccine mandate. Through the mandate, President Biden is expelling independent thinkers from the ranks of the military and federal government. Those who are least likely to comply with the tyrannical mandate are those who are most likely to question decisions and offer a different perspective. Does that make sense? Think about the, the whistleblowers who exposed the Internal Revenue Service, the IRS and, and the Department of Justice, uh, targeting of, of conservative nonprofits, or the, the, the mid-level State Department employees who, who sent a, a, a dissent cable warning of the fall of Afghanistan. What about those type of people? If they're removed from their positions, the only people left 
to advance in, into leadership of of our agencies will be the members of the good old boys club who all share the same liberal ideology. The employees who turn the, the wheels of government aren't elected. They, they don't have to consider that their power is derived from the consent of the governed. They advance through the bowels of bureaucracy, making rules and, and promoting those who will make rules in the future. With, with this mandate, those divergent thought leaders, they're predominantly conservative and criti critical of big government. Will self-identity via their vaccination status? With all, that will make it, e it easier for them to be fired or, you know, intentionally bypassed for promotions, maybe. <laughs> Meaning that, that their, their liberal peers will just disproportionately become the rule makers in the future. Or consider our nation's service academies. Each year, over 20,000 of the brightest students study at West Point, and they study at the Naval Academy and Air Force and Coast Guard and Merchant Marine Academies. They advance from, from lieutenants to colonels and generals to admirals. And if they refuse the vaccine, though, they will never graduate commission um, the, the, or, or go on to be the leader that they've been trained to be. For at least four years, our military will be void of officers who are willing to think critically and stand up for the freedoms of all Americans. The, the problems don't stop there, though. Many who are already marching through their military career will be purged leaving a huge imbalance in the fight against wokeism within the Department of Defense. And we know that's a major deal right now. It's a, it's a major, shall I say, war within our military is how woke are they going to be? President Biden, however, is not content to just rid the military of these individuals. He is seeking a dishonorable discharge that would render it impossible for officers to obtain a security clearance to serve in other governmental agencies, such, such as FBI, for instance, or local law enforcement. Make no mistake, this is by design. On top of that, using the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, that's OSHA, a division of the, the Department of Labor, President Biden is also planning on punishing private businesses and attempting to rid those companies of any divergent thinkers that they employ. If the company doesn't comply, it'll be excluded from receiving any governmental contracts, a major financial penalty. His grasp for control knows no bounds. Now, what uh, this representative is saying is that he's not going to stand for it. Now, that while few patriots are, uh, are being fired in, in, in this way, if, he says, if, if you are an employee concerned that your vaccination status will, will be impacted, um, that it'll impact your employment, he said he is willing to, to set up a website. I'm going to give it here. If, you're, if you find yourself in this situation, he said that if you go to Mass, that's his, his name, M-A-S-T dot house, because he's in the House of Representatives, dot gov forward slash vaccine mandate it's all one word vaccine mandate 
if you will go there at your request, he says, I will write to your employing agency or military branch and demand that at the very least, it acknowledges in writing all liability for potential adverse side effects. And that we've already have, have already seen, particularly in the private sector, them turn things around and not mandate it. Ultimately, the Biden administration should accept liability, not just regarding the vaccine, but for the lasting impact that purging independent thinkers will have on this nation's leadership. We need descending opinions, and we need people who aren't afraid to share them. The, the Biden administration doesn't want this. As, as Divergent concluded, the, the tyrannical leader offers a, a monologue that sadly couldn't be, you know, it, it could have been included in one of President Biden's you know, teleprompted speeches. He says, it says this, it says, quote, we are safer when everything that makes up a person, thoughts, emotions, and history are wiped away by chemistry. The brilliance of the faction system is that conformity to the faction removes the threat of anyone ex- exercising their independent will. And divergence threatens that system. <laughs> Could that not just simply come have come right out of President Biden's mouth? America won't be safe if independent will is wiped away. If someone wants to wants the vaccine, they should be able to receive it. That's not a problem. And they should be able to receive it without involvement from a military branch or a government agency. And, and those who refuse it deserve the same treatment. But this isn't about what Americans deserve. This is about how the liberal faction is crushing the will of public servants and grabbing power in order to control government agencies for generations to come. Now, I have said many times before that that when Christians remove themselves from certain segments of society, it leaves a vacuum that has to be filled. And this is a, a systematic removal, in my opinion, of good, critically thinking individuals in, instead of a voluntary exodus. The vast majority of people that stand on moral grounds for their decision-making uh, ideas and, and all the things that, that, that go into making uh, decisions in their lives, they're, they're vastly more conservative. They're conservatives. So a surprising effect of these COVID vaccine mandates for those liberal leaders that thrive on power and control was that they're able to remove an entire segment of population that are you know, most vocal, really, about their power grabs. This is going to have an enormously devastating long-term effect on this country, in my opinion, and for many years to come. We are removing people in positions. Now, I'm not, I am not saying that if you got the vaccine that you're just one of the sheep. Okay, I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying at all. But we know that all of the pressure that is being applied to people that haven't gotten the vaccine, that if you haven't gotten the vaccine to this point, 
then there's a reason. And that reason is that you're not one that's just going to follow the herd. You're going to think critically. You're going to look at the facts. You're going to look at the science. You're going to look at all the things that are out there and you're going to make a decision for yourself. And you're not going to let others pressure you, bully you into doing something that you don't want to do. And it shows a level of conviction. It shows some, it shows a level of morality that you would stand for something, even though all the pressure that is being placed on you is to do what you don't want to do. And that shows character. And these people that have character, that this level of character, are being ousted from their careers. They're being ousted from all these different agencies. They're being ousted and and stignified. The, 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 the stigma placed on them is, is affecting reputations. It's affecting lives. And it's going to create vacuums where these people of character are no longer there. And it's going to be filled with people who don't necessarily have the same character. Now, you may agree with me. You may disagree with me. I would love to hear from you. And you can always do that at UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.